Greenwood had a pop. Woodman smells it. And guess who's there? Throw. And support for the bloody out. Alexander Arnold. And what a hundred Premier League goals. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of FPL Scoop here on Footy Weeds. It's uh, an episode for Game Week 2 of the new season, and I'm joined by Michael, who's also known as FPL Roaster. So, Michael, going to Game Week 2, what can you look back to Game Week 1 and talk about? Yeah, like, everybody should just, like, look forward to, like, Game Week 2. We should just be very, very, like, we should be optimistic. That's what I can just say. Because, like, um, from what... That was not what we all expected. Like some, some of us yeah. expected a higher point. We didn't get, really get, get what we wanted, but some of us are still very okay with each other. So that's cool, cool, cool. So let's just um I feel the game reminded us of how heartbreaking it can be sometimes. It just came with one. So yeah. <laughs> so let's just go back to look at our points and how we did in game with one. I think I'll go first. I ended the game week with 62 points. Um, all around, everything looking good. I think the only place I fell short was in the Kane or Haaland something. I think you, you, you bottled me and you went on to get Haaland at the end yeah. of the day to start the game, the game week. But I didn't start with Haaland. Besides, Kane fixtures was looking more better. So I started with Kane and... Yes. That's let down. I had I had Ramsdale six pointers, back four of Trent, Robo, Robertson, Cancelo, and James getting one one point each. Then Cancelo and James getting seven seven each. Then midfield of Bailey two points, Captain Salah twenty four, Rashford with two, Martinelli with eight, Jesus with two, and then Kane with two. So it felt like the big letdown with um, Kane. Since um, Haaland went out of his way to score two goals against West Ham, I don't think anybody would have seen that coming. Naturally, though we knew that um, Man City would have been who they are, but I ne- I didn't really see two goals for Haaland all of a sudden coming. So, but that's that's what, what I got for Game of One. So, and it's not bad. It's a good start. Though I'm ranked at three million <laughs> after Game of One, but it's a good start. So going forward. So let's go to your team then. Walk us through your team. All right, all right. I think you ended three points. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I got I got overall. Then um, normal normal for Cancelo because we expected something like this. From, I didn't really expect that seven point from James because if you observe, he got he got a yellow card for his the two bonus points. So it was fine yeah. there. The let I think the let down we all had was the, where the ended with one point each so there was not much difference with the managers that Diaz overall betting because um yeah the game was the game was really bad for them then Rams because of the clean sheet there was no safe point at all but it was very close to making points then yeah I um it, yeah I think Fulham took them by quite a surprise like it was so surprising Form to yeah, them yeah, by surprise. The, and... the that's, the, that's the highlight that for me. Then um yeah. Pedro Neto 
Joe and Leon Bailey, they were like so many people to like let us down during game week one. And why they have been performing in the preseason? So, so I think that's FPL managers are always looking to avoid. Then Martinelli and what they normally do. Like Martinelli has been great. We talked about it. Like Ben Salah, no, no like no, there's no like obligos. He's just the man for fantasy. Yeah. Then you said you said you said I peeped you land where we talked about getting Kane. So this this is what happened. Like I you know I told yeah. you like the way I'm setting do I don't want to like make any changes to my team for like okay till game three. So the only that yeah. is by starting with Haaland because um the Western fixture I, I saw it like a fixture that I'm not that good defensively. Then um Bonamot, they have Bonamot and play. So if I and Tottenham they are having Chelsea to play in game with two. So if if I was like to do it, I'll be to from sorry from King to Haaland, which was late which later became the most popular transfer target. So that was why that was what I wanted to avoid. And obviously um King got in points and Haaland got so, so there I got the advantage then. Uh, yeah, right. So um, it's a good one. We're on 73 points. Much that's that's yeah. awesome to start the season. And um going forward, the because we now we've seen the likes of strikers do well. Last season we had a bad season for strikers. Yeah. Very bad. Even yeah. strikers at the price at premium prices were not doing well. So but looking at it now, the likes of Nunes and um even Mitrovic, Wilson, Wilson, we talked about the other time. The whole squad in game one. Does this mean that strike has a back force? What do you think generally? You know, I like when we we're talking the last time. Like I said, I I talked about getting Mitrovic, but it's going to be a risk somehow getting him. In yeah. Well, that was why I felt like okay, Wilson is the guy. A risk, and we're expecting something from him. And both of them delivered to me, but I couldn't start with any of them. I'm afraid of rank drop because. If they didn't perform and most popular speak like perform, I would like go down, down very well. That's why I had to like yeah. follow yeah. So that's why I didn't get any of them either. But I remember I recommended Mitrovic to someone team in his squad. He got Mitrovic and um Darwin Nunes. You know, I talked about you know, there was a chat of making a draft with Nunes in it. I don't yes. remember. Yes, yes. yes. Yes, same for the guy. I forgot to send it to you, but I sent it to him. That draft was having Nunes and he was having. So, and he went, he started with it and he finished on 93 points. Awesome. So, I, I, I felt like I gave someone out like an advice and he got 93 points because I was like scared, scared for the point drop. So, but there's still much. Anyways, let's move forward then. So um, Nunes, yeah. I think Nunes did very well. He overperformed his XG that much. And he came on yeah. as a sub, but still did very well. I would be very surprised yeah. if he doesn't start the Liverpool game. So, but anyways, so, um, talking about this, all these changes and everything about strikers and goals, it's just game we one and we've, and we've had a lot of price changes. Like, I think we've had up to over 15 price changes in terms of price drops and rises. In just how many days? I think it's just four days into it. So looking at it, what do you think of generally of these price changes? Yeah, you know, normally like something like 
as the game as the year advances as the season advances like people are more, more difficult and this is part of the thing we are saying like in terms of, of like players taking the court so making it difficult for we managers because this price drop usually affects our team um so, so i think that's why i like set my team because i, I remember from taylor as a striker from from Nottingham Forest, but I saw like, okay, I would have gone as the Aston Villa guy because I feel like he won't drop in price. So it's just like trying to have a few are not going to do well. I think one one player we should be looking out for to take him out of our teach. It all depends on his game tomorrow against Chelsea. Examine against us well. Um, he was going to avoid the price drop, but, but definitely if he does not to that game definitely is going to drop in price because because i see so many people taking him out so that there are lots of persons are complaining about the price drop being a very bad feature in the game but yeah. i think it's just part of the game it's part of what they established as things to make it difficult for everybody now like now that prices have gone up for kulusevsky if you didn't went for him early on you definitely be affected by it and we've also had some tools to monitor the price rises and price drops over the season. I think there's fantasy football fix. There's also other other FPL tools that you can use to manage to manage these things. So whatever if if you don't have these tools at your hands, you should if you have these tools at your hands, you should be able to use them to monitor the changes. If you're already taking up a transfer, anything that may warrant you to go for it early on because it may have a price increase, go ahead and do it. So cool, that's it. That's cool. Then I think next we should talk about the coming fixtures. Because now we're in game week two and fixtures has changed a lot. Game week one has gone. So the coming fixtures for these teams, I picked up this um, graphic from Fantasy Football Scouts and it's currently ranking Brighton at top of the fixture ticker currently with Newcastle, West Ham and Leeds for For the next six at least, for the next seven, Brighton ranks as top of the top of the ticker and there's Arsenal next. Arsenal's fixture were already very good from game of one onset, so it's why we picked them in the first place. So looking at this top, let's say, okay, down to Man City, is there any asset we should target regarding these fixtures that are coming up? Anyone you can point out? Like from Brighton, we saw how how good they were. Like um, Pascal Gross, like he really like he's going to be like one to to go to from there because he was like very on form he looked very sharp and, and um trusted wasn't really that impressive he should be like on your scout list so that's the, the fixture yeah. does, does not really interest me it does until like let me say I, I see like two to three of their games then i cannot be like okay yeah. let me yeah so right but um i feel the fixture is the best possible way for us to look forward and try and strategize our team if you have to make a transfer this game week because i personally like the idea of rolling your transfers to next game week such that in game week three you have two transfers to adjust to whatever changes the game will present us so i personally like the idea which is why i am seriously having troubles whether i should do this game to Haaland transfer but we'll come to that later on so let's just um quickly uh, before i go on just to remind you that that image is from fantasy football scouts this nice website where you can go on to check out a lot of things they have xg tables they have tables regarding 
almost lots of information. You can have lots of information from there. Kindly, you could easily pick up a plan to pay if you want to be a member of the Scout channel. And then there are so many attached, attached, um, attached um, possibilities to it, things you could use to help yourself. So going forward, I, now let's talk about um, the whole captaincy issue. Now, a lot of persons have moved from Kane to Haaland. And if you are moving from Kane to Haaland in this game, you should definitely be thinking of captaining. So you as, a, as, an, as someone that owns him already, what do you think? Yeah, that's the part of the reason I brought in. I, I went to, I started with, if not, I would have gone with Kane. Because I was targeting that, that Bournemouth fixture for Man City. We come that game into a, a, into a table tennis score line. So, and yeah. into it, how Haaland will get like an involvement in that game because he's starting the game. So, so that was why, like, for managers that don't have that Haaland in their team, but they do, do have Salah. So, so, I'll still be like, okay, still leave the captain handbag on Salah because although there's this, as in, got in a double digit hole in, in guys, all in, in, in his game, yes, but it. I know in game week two, he has, he has yeah. gotten a double digit haul, but against Crystal Palace. So, but I, I, I still think, like, personally, since the Liverpool, you know, the kind of manager that club is, yeah, he's going to like give his player the reason they are definitely behind um, against Man City. So, I know the rivalry between this Salah is going to be like, okay, for managers who don't have Haaland, you can still. Like captaincy on Salah, then yeah. and you, you can just still hold it with Kane for the moments for us to spend game week three. That's how my approach is. But yeah. for we that started with Salah, I think like obviously I will still leave the captain armband on Haaland. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's I feel managers were brave enough to captain him in game one. They got their reward, but. It was very brave. Yeah, I got to be very brave to have captain in Game Con. Anyways, so Haaland looking like the top of the top of the captaincy list this game week. I I have a community on WhatsApp where I where I did a pool. I think you're a part of the community now. I did a pool and Haaland yeah. was already top yeah. of the of the whole the, currently Haaland is top of the pool already. So Haaland is looking like a very good captain. The only thing that you know, FPL happens, and sometimes Haaland may go the whole season and still not return for us. That's why it's going to be a very big problem. If it goes this game week and against Bournemouth doesn't return, let's try with that high score. I still feel like I still have the notch that Salah is going to have score in this game week, but let's just leave that there. So, um, going forward, um, since we are already getting prepared for game week two, and I feel we should just take a look at our teams currently. Um, I think um, you should go first since I went first for the pointers. So just go first and walk us through your team and tell us what you intend on doing. Yeah, this is my team. Same way with game week one. The idea yeah. there is not to make any changes to my squad to save that free transfer. I'm still sticking with Ramsdale. Um, my defense line is still the same thing. Then I'm still giving them a chance for now. And Martinelli and Salah are still in my team. Team, but the only chase switch the captain from Salah to Haaland because of yeah, he has like that fixed structure. Perform Salah, I personally feel he's going to still upper, upper perform Salah in this game. 
Okay, cool. Um, that that's that's very cool. I think um, I, my team is pretty much the same with yours. The only difference currently is is the um cane that I own, and then rush for the midfield instead of Neto. So we have pretty much a very similar team. Um, just going over to my team now. I currently have my arms bound on Salah, and I still haven't done the switch from Kane to Haaland. I don't know if I'm going to do it. I went on in my FPL, uh, my team selection video on my channel today, SRB FPL. I went on to say, to say I'll, I will think about it, I'll, or I'll, I'll try as much as possible not to make the transfer because I wanted to have this team up to game week three to have that extra transfer, extra transfer in the pocket. So, but um, going my team, I feel I may eventually make the switch to King to from King to Haaland. If I if I do it by any chance, I definitely have to captain Haaland then because bringing Haaland in and then captaining Salah it may seem like a turn off, especially if I just brought him in and with that zero point two million change. The only thing I feel I will do differently to what is here is apart from the Haaland switch is starting. Um, Andres Pereira over Bailey. There have been talks about Bailey being injured. I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter. If, is there anything yeah, concrete yet? I, 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 yeah. I think Pereira doesn't um, come out to say that he's injured. His press conference is tomorrow. So, yes. we have to, until we get from press conference and see how it is. And the game is an early kickoff too. So, we may get some leak lineups to be able to make our decisions better. But if by any chance I have the nudge or idea that it's not going to feature or not going to start, I will definitely start Andres Pereira over him because Andres Pereira looks good. Especially in that Liverpool game. I think he watched the game, right? Yeah, I watched it. If you look at my team, my Pereira as my first sub, just because of that situation. Okay. That was my first sub. So in case he's going to come in for him. So that's just the idea there. Yeah, right. It's cool. Okay, no problem. So, um, if you've watched, if you're tuned in to this FPL scoop, please do to subscribe to the channel. We do lots of content over the season. We have the Chelsea fan corner, my United fan corner, and other discussions to help to help fans go on with Futurit. The Futurit community is a very nice and wonderful space. So be sure to tune in whenever we have these episodes or other episodes you're interested in. Okay, my United fan, tune to our my United session whenever we have it. So let's just go on to talk about our FPL week. Because Futurit is basically based in Nigeria. So we try as much as possible to get to build a league around Nigeria. And the league is sponsored by AMJZs. AMJZs is an online shop where you can buy jerseys or tees or, whatever, or other Nike polos. Just go on to the shop at amjerseys.shop. You can easily shop your shop, whatever your jerseys you need from any club. National jerseys also are also available. So go on to get it and it will be delivered to you everywhere in Nigeria on pay demand. So let's look at our league that's sponsored by AMJCs now. I think um, the top managers of the leagues are not, though it's Game of One, and uh, we can't really read into it much, but we have some managers who are currently topping. Um, first position is Top XI by Paul Ulisse. Shout out to Paul Ulisse, currently with 89 points. That's wonderful. Um, second position currently now is a team nature owned by Lifted Noble. So Lifted Noble, shout out to you. We acknowledge the fact that you are second in our league. And then we have Gentle Fresh Guy, Suicide Squad, Black Noir for Fairy Larry. And uh, Fairy Larry is a personal friend of mine. So shout out to Larry also. 
And then Tommy so Wamavelos. So these are the top managers now, league currently. It's early days, and it gets tricky because especially for, with managers like me and Michael. I believe Michael are going to give them some trouble as in the coming games, right? Yeah, yeah. Number nine in the league, so not 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 too far from there. So far. Just, like what? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. So um, it's early days, but we acknowledge that these people have done well in game week one, and they are currently ranked in the top. So shout out to all these managers and all managers who are part of our FPL league. Um. So just like I said earlier on. This will be available on the podcast or whatever. So listen to 40 Weeks on Spotify. You can also subscribe to the channel to follow up our other content. We do the fan corner of different clubs, Chelsea, Man United, even Arsenal fan corner. So just wait to identify with whatever we're doing and keep on with the progress. Thank you for tuning in. And it's going to be a good uh, game with two, right? By all means. Or what do you think, um, Michael? Yeah, definitely. We're just like hoping for Liverpool to amend, amend from what they did to us. Like, yes, everything is going to be all right. Then we know Salah. We're expecting something. Then Martinelli. We're expecting same. Um, just all around the squad. Our squad should still be able to power us through this game week two before we make yeah, any change. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you very much, Michael, for tuning in. And thank you to everybody who has tuned in for this episode. Be sure to keep in touch with Putiweet's channel so you have you listen to the next episode. And then we'll see you on the next one. Have a very wonderful game week too. Ciao.